Welcome to The Contemplative Life. Three pastors, friends, and spiritual companions help us explore spirituality through a contemplative lens. I'm Christina Roberts. I'm Chris Roberts. I'm Christina Kaiser. We're glad you joined us. Hi, it's great to be with you. Today on the podcast, we are going to be doing something a little different. We thought it might be interesting to give an example of what one might find were you to seek out a spiritual companioning or spiritual direction session. Before we begin, we want to offer a couple of notes. First of all, in a real-life session, typically they are closer to one hour, so we are truncating it for the purpose of the podcast. In a typical spiritual direction session, the person has a choice of how they would like to begin the session. Sometimes it's a moment of silence. Sometimes it's a verbal prayer or a poem. In this session, the seeker wanted to engage with a song and a breath prayer. So you will hear Christina Kaiser singing out a small refrain as a way to begin the session. Probably the most noteworthy thing is that usually when you go to direction session, it is confidential. Confidentiality is held in very high esteem. And of course, today our seeker has agreed to share this broadly. Also, we apologize up front for the audio quality in some portions of the podcast. Zoom is great for connecting people from all over the world with one another, but sometimes the audio is less than desirable. On that note, we hope you enjoy the podcast. match the after a couple breaths like breathe in the whole time and I'll breathe out the whole time in the verses and I'm like wow I can breathe slower right (laughs) a reminder of the control that you have over your breathing and the pace of your life essentially um actually I used that yesterday when I was doing the the joy diet exercises just sitting for 15 minutes and that's and I think that's one of the the go-tos that I have just like what do we call them the mantras that we say to ourselves to keep ourselves focused on the breath so that was super helpful I think that's what the piece was the one where I kept coming back to like that's what I need right now some peace <laughs> with the decisions that are happening. Yeah. <sighs> so this ability to take in the breath and to control it, how, what does that do for you? What do you feel in your body as that breath slows down? I feel like the spirit of life, or I guess in our Christian faith, that would be the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. It's like an infilling. But I just feel that. Um, but I like the peace associated sort of like calming and then I'll feel my body relaxing <laughs> and then on the out breath thinking about love and just like how we can uh, 
make our mark on the world sort of fascinating. Yes, yes. And this notion of making our mark on the world is kind of a big theme right now in life, right? <laughs> yeah. And so how does that play in your story? Do you sense the Holy Spirit speaking something or do you sense a waiting presence? What kind of a presence do you do you sense? Hmm. I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like maybe just sort of like, so my husband and I, we do this, like we remind each other of the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit sometimes or like the like the little things in life that that are going well or we want to go well so even before this call he like he was like Holy Spirit Holy Spirit and we do this like thing with our hands to like <laughs> like blessing each other <laughs> it's like we just like remind each other that that like God is with us and his Holy Spirit is here and um like no matter what how things go, like that's still true, right? Um, so yeah, I just feel like it's reminding us that that God is here all the time. It's just something I think that we all need to be reminded of. Um, so yeah, that's like one practice that we have. Yeah. That's beautiful, right? And so it almost seems like what you're describing is, um, to use kind of a fancy word, a, an abiding sense of kind of sitting into it. But I might not be reading you correctly. Does that sound? Am I catching you right? Yeah. No, that sounds that sounds right. Like we're, yeah, just recognizing and yeah. It's beautiful, right? Because you could, right? There's so many ways that you could be going in this particular season of life. Mm -hmm. And so even now, if you become a little bit still, what does it feel like in your body? Does your body, do you feel like a moving energy? Do you feel a being still energy? Hmm. I think a little of both. I feel like calm. I think it's a Saturday, so that helps <laughs> me feel like um, so I'll work during the week and then Saturday is like more restful. So my body feels like a little calmer and less like all over the place. But I also feel like this like energy because I'm like, oh, I'm on a call and I'm, I'm like doing this thing. So yeah, I feel like a little of both maybe mm -hmm. and that business of being in a call what does that play into for you I suspect that there's something about your gift or your personality so what does that energy tell you about you oh my gosh what does that even mean <laughs> <laughs> rephrase so do you have a sense that, so if you weren't on this call, mm -hmm. how, what would the day look like? Mm. Um, so I would schedule like every hour and make sure I was being productive 
even though it's like a restful day, it's also like open to be like segmented. So my my like to like make sure I'm getting things done still. So I guess like this is in my this is slotted into my calendar just like anything else would be. Um but also this feels like it's coming at a good time because like last week I still would have been in this like waiting anxiousness period. And then this week we got news and that changed my perspective on all the things. So now I'm making decisions and like in a totally different mind space. Um, so I feel like, um, yeah, like I have different, I have different thoughts and worries than I would have last week, which I guess is same from day to day. <laughs> but um, yeah, significant, significantly different thoughts than I had last weekend. So my activities will probably be reflected in that. <laughs> I remember last week and I actually had like 45 minutes of work. Like that's what I'm going to do. I have to like find time to like put 45 minutes of work into my schedule. And now that's like, no, <laughs> there will be no working after hours. <laughs> so. so this need for a boundary around work is, is present. Oh. And, yeah. <laughs> and there's this kind of rhythm to a day that involves schedule and then what else is involved in a day? Oh, yeah. I think when you said schedules, it's definitely been helpful also to have what do we call them rituals. So things to like keep me grounded and just keep things sort of feeling the same each day. I feel like we have like bedtime rituals and um I think that one's the most the most sta standardized and so we have a dog and so this has to be like give her her medicine make sure she has her food but like also like signals to, and it's also good for her because it signals to her like okay it's time to wind down we're going to go to bed soon. This is the last time I'm going outside. Like, and it's like, I think it's like most to us and our bodies too. Like, okay, we're going to sleep now. We're doing less on the phones, put the phones away. Except for my husband who likes to stay on the phone and play games. But that's his thing. So <laughs> I will just, uh, I won't look at my phone. I'll just put that away for the night. And that's proven to help your sleep. So that's helpful. And, um, yeah, it's like, it's, it's so interesting to watch how it plays out for our, for our, for our dog. Right. So like there, that's how they figure out what we're doing. Right? Like they just look for the cues, like, okay, this is how the night goes. And this is what we do every night. And she knows that she goes down, she goes to sleep and our bodies do similar things. But that's fascinating. Like, wow. <laughs> so smart. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so what is that telling you? Because, right, it seems like some 
fireworks are going off for you, even in this moment. So talk about the fascinating, talk about the wow. What does that tell yeah. you? Well, I think it tells me, I don't know. I think I'm also thinking about, you know, having a child and the same rhythm, sort of like they talk so much about creating habits that'll last and, you know, even <laughs> the circadian rhythm, like trying to figure out how do you get this child who right now is playing at nighttime because that's when I'm resting. So <laughs> the child is like, oh, yay, this is fun. And then they come out and like, it's totally opposite. Like you need to be up when we're <laughs> up in the daytime when the light and the sun is out. And they just don't have this like hormonal frequency. And so, yeah, I'm reading this book on sleep. So there's that too. So yeah, so like reading all about this, like, okay, so what are some strategies to get this child to figure out that it's daytime now? <laughs> and it's very similar. It's like create these habits and you know, if you do the same thing every day, as they call it in the books. It's like the, the goddess of consistency or something. <laughs> like, don't anger the goddess of consistency because, um, like, she will, <laughs> you know, she will have her wrath if if she is denied. Like, so, like, make sure you're doing these things so that the child learns that this is how it works, like the bedtime routines and stuff. So I'm kind of thinking of that as I'm thinking about how the dog is reacting because I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Or the dog is crying at night and <laughs> this is not the same world as a baby crying, but the dog's crying. And in the book about the, the kids, they're saying like, either you get up and respond to this child immediately or you don't and you stay there and you let them fall back asleep, let them cry. <laughs> and like these, um little things like pop into my head when the dog whines at five in the morning I'm like I'm not even gonna move <laughs> I just want the dog <laughs> like okay and then the dog goes as well as I could sleep because just it knows <laughs> it doesn't really need to go out right? we've had nights where the dog gets up at three in the morning and then barks at us and that's like okay yes we'll take you your stomach's upset whatever the situation is but it's pretty interesting and I guess you can like it's just so amazing that our bodies do these things like <laughs> there's some hormones that regulate our drive to sleep because the sun is out versus the dark like that's crazy that's just like you know God's got a lot of tricks like <laughs> that we have no like how long did it take us to figure that out like we have scientists and I mean <laughs> I feel like it's low on the bottom of the list of things to like figure out in the world but we we eventually made space to figure that out and like, like, wow, there's actually a scientific meaning and why this 
child doesn't want to sleep during the day, doesn't want to sleep during the night. <laughs> You're like, wow, that's crazy. Yeah. There's a lot of things in my head. I mean, you're asking great questions, right? Around what does it look like to create rhythm and consistency in my life, both with the fact that there's a new baby coming and in life overall, right? Because you're talking about ritual and you're talking about responsiveness and and so much good is already there, right? Because you're already saying, I, I'm good at this. I am good at putting my life into a plan, right? And living the plan out. And you're saying, I've already started practicing responsiveness, like in the moment that one needs it and one does not. Um, and in the midst of that, right, you are also right, in the midst of all of the structure and all the things you also have, like, what does ritual do for you? And where is the Holy Spirit, right? As you're talking about the fingers, right? <laughs> um, and blessing one another with the Holy Spirit and, and just that whole bit. And so even like if you take a moment now and just pause, do you feel like there is any word that comes or what does God say about all of this ritual? I think uh, I feel like God saying, um, like, keep checking in on it almost. Like, it's good for the a time and maybe it shifts and changes with like what you need so just like I think um and maybe this is also personality based like checking in with how it's making you feel like does this rhythm serve your serve your life and does it help you live the life you want to live <laughs> or sometimes the scheduling of every hour is not helpful and it sort of creates more stress or you can just tell that that's not what's going to serve you and like obviously things can go terribly wrong even this morning we went to like get some papers notarized and we showed up and I was like in the line and thinking hmm what if the person's just not here today that's the thing it's COVID times <laughs> and we sure enough go up to the counter and the person's not in today. They are here every other Saturday. <laughs> so, you know, it just doesn't always go to plan and to be flexible. And of course, that is a very minor inconvenience. We made the best of it. And we still went to the dog park and we, you know, we still, we went, got out of the house. This is always a good thing in COVID times too. And you know, that paper didn't get signed. And it's not like we had a huge deadline or anything, but these little things just go wrong. And the day just won't. I mean, the dog woke up at five o'clock and was whining. And then I stayed up for an hour, <laughs> just like trying to fall back asleep. But, you know, this is, it can't, don't let it like affect your whole day, sort of like, you set the schedule, 
that's nice and all. <laughs> if you can keep the routine, that's great. But does it serve your life? Does this bring you joy? Um, yeah, I think there's like this like flexibility that 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 God brings. It's like um. Yeah, just keep tabs on it and see how it's going and don't give yourself a hard time <laughs> if it doesn't work, like if it doesn't go the way you want it to or it fails in some way. Yeah. So I think that's also helpful. And so having like put that out into the air, right? So I've got my schedule and sometimes it won't go that way. And right, and I and I sense that from God, right? I sense God encouraging this schedule with flexibility. Just pause again, and how does that feel, having said both of those things? Mm. <laughs> feels calming, like peaceful. <laughs> like there's mm, less pressure. We've put a lot of pressure on ourselves to do things a certain way. So, yeah. Yeah. So I didn't do the schedule yet today. I scheduled my first like three hours and that was it. <laughs> so, oh, there's a football game on later. So that's already in the schedule. But, yeah. And I think that is so beautiful. And so even just getting to pause and feel whatever peace that you're able to feel, right? We started talking about peace at the beginning. Mm -hmm. So I've named my the priority in the schedule and the making a plan. I've named the flexibility, right? And to be able to embrace that as, as a unit, as a whole is really gorgeous. So maybe we'll just take some time to sit in that. Maybe I'll sing the little song again and just see if that can, what does that do, right? Like, can we solidify that in the spirit at all? So, when I breathe in, I breathe in peace. When I breathe out, I breathe out love. When I breathe in, I breathe 